0: Larry, it is everything in me, not to slap you silly. <laughs> Everybody, pile into Mackey's Clubhouse before the shooting starts. I'm some guy named Kevin. I'm some guy named Larry. And we're here to do a very special episode of Mackey's Clubhouse this week. Uh, we're at the end of season one. We just have one episode left to review this week. Yep. So maybe it'll be a little bit shorter, maybe not. <laughs> you can never tell with the
1: show. I we might you might talk about The Office for 45 minutes straight. We have to talk about the office at least for a couple minutes at some point. But yeah, Jake, season finale. We did a whole season already of this uh, of this nonsense. Now here, yeah. here, let me ask you this right off the bat. Last week we told everybody we got an email address. Okay. Yep. Wow. Uh, what was it, Mackie's Clubhouse at Yahoo? If I, yep. If I it. Okay. Did anybody email
0: once anything? <laughs> I have not checked today, uh, but as of last check, not a one. Not one email. <laughs> I've gotten about four emails from Yahoo, um, you know, regarding stupid bullshit. So every
1: time I'm like, oh, okay, we got an email. Nope, just Yahoo again. <laughs> All right. That sucks because what I was going to say was like, <laughs> hey, if, if anybody would have just sent anything last week, I would have sent them a prize today. But you didn't uh, say, you guys no fucked emails up. emails for anybody, you fucked up. <laughs>
0: I sent you well, so it's your own fault yeah. all you should do is say hi or just send us spam i would have counted
1: but not now not now
0: <laughs> no
1: i did right. have an idea of
0: one of our uh things we could do to uh see if people are listening but uh, will talk about that later i guess
1: all right all right <laughs> we'll so save well, it into the show. get into the meat and potatoes of this episode the finale
0: I think we are. We're up to episode thirteen of season one, season finale
1: called "Circles." Yeah. Uh, An auspicious title. <laughs> original air date six four oh two, which is exactly four years ago today. Jank, isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't know about that, math. I think it's Did yeah. You go just, through a time portal. <laughs> no, no I right And uh, directed by Scott Brazil, who I think also directed. Uh, did he do the uh, first episode? Yeah, no. he, he might have. I know that was Clark Johnson. Yeah, I think it was. But I'm pretty yeah. sure that's Scott Brazil guy—he—he he has directed other episodes.
0: Oh yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that comes back a lot. I think. And if not, it's been written then, by Sean Ryan, right? Like Sean Ryan himself wrote this one.
1: No idea. I didn't write that down.
0: Oh, I, I think, think I guess. saw that
1: credit. Yeah. yeah, him or Bob Eucher, one or the other. <laughs> They brought in the big guns of
0: uh, the showrunner himself to write this one, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's it was a
1: dynamite episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it starts off right at the beginning where we ended uh, last week, where the riding's still going on. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's riding, and uh, you know, so Claudette and uh, Aceveda and everybody there. They're at a point now where like they, the cops either gotta turn, turn and run, or just start kicking ass. Yeah. And uh, so Aceveda sends them in. He sends in the troops, and a I woman. Like the, in this scene. He's like, he's looking to Claudette
0: to be like, hey, you know, these are these are your people. What should we do? And she's just like, I wish I knew. She's like, if yeah. the fuck is not stopping with me on this one. I don't want I any part of this. I wrote that down. You're too, the that. boss. You make this decision.
1: There are a lot of good quotes in this episode, and that is definitely one of them for me. Is like, Because, <laughs> yeah, there is like this... He just looks at her, and she's like... She says, I wish I knew. And you know what I mean? It was kind of like, fuck you, you're the captain, you make yeah. a decision on whether or not to send people in or turn tail and run. So he sends them in, and a woman ends up getting, like, stampeded. She gets stamped on and shit. Yeah. Well, so... You know, it's Not chaos. Not exactly win for him. Yeah, no, it's chaos. Um, so Julian and Danny get a call, and apparently, like, they're pretty close to wherever this calls at, but there's another unit's also close, but they want it to because I don't know, people are like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the other, yeah, the other guys come on the
0: radio and they're like, hey, it's a crazy night, you guys might want backup. And then Danny gets, like, all pissy. She's just like, we can't let them beat us to this call. Like, hurry up. Go through this shortcut and shit like that. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, just let them help. <laughs> it's just a call. Calm down. Yeah. This isn't going um, to get you some accommodation. Like, you're going to get to retire off of this.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they're racing to this scene. Uh, we cut to Vic. His family's hold up. Uh, Lem's going to stay there with them. The wife starts, you know, badgering him with questions. Vic really never answers anything. Yeah. The usual. So like, maybe the one
0: problem with his plan here is that he decides to not tell her anything. Yeah. Like, in this case, like really, it's not his fault, kind of. I mean, it's mostly all because Gilroy is, you know, up to shady shit. All he has to do is tell her that. Like, this isn't me. This is Gilroy's fucking, you know, shady. <laughs> Gilroy's yeah. a criminal and he's going to come after us. Uh, so he doesn't have to tell her the whole truth to get her off of his back but he doesn't tell her anything which is kind of well
1: yeah he doesn't say anything he just tells her you know just stay here and whatever so we cut back julie and danny uh they show up to the scene and the two cops i guess the the car that was on the radio they already had got there mm-hmm. and one of them's dead and the other one's dying yeah and everybody's someone... starts opening fire on julian and danny yep some kind of, like, sniper or something. Well, there's a bunch of just three taking shots at them. Like, it looks like three locations are shooting bullets from. I don't know if yeah. – I don't think it's the same – you know, obviously, as we find out, there's three people. But as you can see, like, at the beginning, uh, you know, you see you know flashes coming from different parts of, you know, these buildings and stuff. So you know there's more than one person mm-hmm. taking shots at these cops. And then you start to realize, like, oh, okay, th- th- these guys got set up. This was like an ambush.
0: Yeah. So, so they were not the first ones at that call.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the other two officers, they never even got out of the car. They're, yeah. they're both still in the seats. Like, they, as soon as they pulled up, they must have just got shot. Yeah, these kids are
0: amazing shots, apparently. And right. <laughs> being at some yeah. weird vantage point. It's not right. like they just have, like, regular guns, not even, like, sniper rifles. They just got, like, pistols, and they're able to pick these guys off.
1: So Danny and Julian, uh, you know, they're they're – duck down behind the car or whatever they're trying to you know so julian gets off like a bunch of rounds and uh, you know the shooters take off and julian's like everything's cool or whatever everything's clear and then then the theme song here jank 455 we're already off to like a roaring start at the beginning of this finale jank yeah we are
0: there is non-stop action in this episode (laughs) even when you don't expect it they'll just have random shots
1: uh, so the strike team shows up to where Julian and Danny are. You know, everything's cooled down or whatever. Uh, they were told like a fake 911 call was made to get cops here so they could be ambushed or whatever. So Mackie tells Aceveda, you know, I I want a shot at these guys, and Aceveda's like, get in line, and then Mackie's like, line starts here, you know, and he just like <laughs> starts acky it up and just, you know, goes to town. A lot of posturing. Yeah. So they figure out the 911 call came from a cell phone and Vic busts into some dude's apartment and arrests them? Oh, yeah.
0: The guy, this guy, apparently he has a lot of cell phones that he loses, quote unquote, but he's oh, really yeah. just <laughs> selling them to people. <laughs> uh, I feel like the first of the month that apparently one of those phones was the one that was used to call these, make the call for the, to bring the cops there.
1: So, you know, we see Aceveda and uh, Claudette are interviewing this guy. His name is Cyrus. He says he loses the phone or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, how convenient! You always lose the phone on the first month, first day of the month." <laughs> Seven different companies, blah blah blah. So, Vic starts nosing around with Dutch, trying to find out about Gilroy's girlfriend, and uh, Dutch says she used to work there. So. Vic's like what, and he's like, yeah, she worked downtown or whatever. And so now Vic, Vic wants in on looking for this girl with Dutch because he knows if he finds this girl, he'll find where Gilroy's at. Yeah. So Vic tells Shane, you know, we gotta, we got, we just gotta find this girl. And Shane's all like, I think this is the part where Shane's like, we don't find stuff with paperwork or whatever. Is that that? <laughs> I think so. Oh yeah. He thinks he's
0: like sure that Gilroy's killed the mistress, so it's like there's no point trying to find her. But and then he's pissed off that that that, uh, Vic wants him to look through all this paperwork and try to find him that way. But he's like
1: that ain't our style (laughs) and shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, He goes, yeah, he either stashed her or slashed her. Yeah, that was that was (laughs) uh, uh, that girlfriend. Uh, and then we get the scene where Julian's praying in the locker room and Danny comes in and they start talking about how they were ambushed and shit last night and, you know. Yeah, he's like, I almost lost my partner last
0: night. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah, <laughs> She's like, yeah I like, didn't think about that. I thought I almost died, but I didn't think about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even still, it's like, you don't even know this lady. You don't talk to her. You don't say anything to her. You guys never hang out outside of work. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Else. Maybe he's just more worried about the, the black mark it'll put on his record. Like he lost, you lost you lost a partner, you didn't protect her. Now you're you're wearing the shame letter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Osavena and Claudette tell that dude that you know he's scamming. This is a you know, you're scamming these companies and shit. So that guy ends up telling him he sold he sold his phone to E Gale. E He's one of them Jews yeah so then at this point dutch comes in and says there's two more dead cops and their badges were stolen and stuff i guess
0: yeah this apparently we we never really see what happened here we do see them kind of go to the crime scene afterwards but yeah apparently two more cops are dead
1: yeah um so uh this is a good part here where so they're at the crime scene and uh you know, they're trying to figure out, like, who saw what because nobody's talking. You know, uh, everybody's mad at the cops. It's very, you know, it's very kind of mirror-y of what's going on nowadays. Yeah. You know, with the people and the police. Very timely. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, so nobody's talking to anything. So Vic and Shane, Shane's like, you want to try the old smoke out? And Vic's like, hell yeah, let's do the smoke out. Yeah. So they... They start this thing where Shane starts telling everybody, "Listen, we know somebody. We got a witness coming down any minute who saw another witness here. So yeah. you must." This witness didn't her.
0: see the crime, but she did see someone else. You know that did see the crime, so she's going to point you out when she gets here. So you know, better just
1: come forward now. Yeah. So at this point, some dude just like he he bolts out of the crowd and takes off running, and and Shane and Vic like take off running after him. Yeah. And they're going through like, you know, you know, between houses and shit, and then like the dude jumps the fence and Vic just ba boom blows right through the goddamn fence and just tackles this dude. And it's like it's symbolic of his police style. You know what I'm it saying? It is. is.
0: It's definitely one of those things you could only get away with Vic with the character of Vic Mackey, like Sipowitz ain't doing this. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No. Sipowicz too too old.
1: he was too old. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But
0: Vic Mackey, he's just so badass that he will straight up Kool Aid ban through a fucking fence.
1: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Uh, (laughs) It's amazing.
1: Dude's like, I didn't see nothing. I don't know shit or whatever. And Vic like plants drugs on him. He's like, oh, you know shit now. Now you're going to jail for these drugs and shit. And dude's like, all right, I saw three dudes messing with the body. I think he says two dudes and a girl, maybe. Yeah. Two brothers and a sister, man. Like he, this guy says, "Man,
0: like 400 times in his one minute of screen time."
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) Get the drugs off me, man. Come on, man. Two brothers and a sister, man. Come on,
1: get those drugs, man. It's like, all right, we get it. Let's do that. Um, so we we're back at the station now, and Gilroy shows up, and he's running shit. He just comes in. We're doing this. We're doing that shit. Hey, Aceveda, fuck you. I'm running this shit. I'm taking your office. Kiss my ass. I don't give a shit. You're sucking your job, and I'm in charge now. It's (laughs) It's pretty awesome.
0: You're just, like, staring at each other
1: incredulously, like, can you believe this motherfucker showed up here? Like, what the fuck is this guy thinking? So then Vic goes up to the office, and he confronts Gilroy. This is a pretty good scene, too. So I don't know if you want to explain it. I I just like the interaction between these two in this scene where – it's
0: pretty great, yeah, but Gilroy tells the guy, the officer that's helping him to go wait outside in case he needs him type thing. And Vic's just like, you know, you were at my house, like, what the fuck, why are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> and uh, so he's pissed off that Gilroy was at his house last night, and he's basically threatened to bring down Gilroy. But Gilroy's like, oh, you think I'd take you out without having a little something on you? And all of a sudden Vic's like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> you sly, sly bastard. We don't know what he has at this
1: point on. Yeah,
0: we just know that he's claiming to have something. Um, he's like, "How could you do this? Like, you came to me with this problem, you call me friend and shit like that, and then you're gonna
1: pull this shit." And Gilroy's just like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> Ain't Basically, no thing. what Vic said was, "Is like, you know, you crossed the line. You had my family involved, so you know what I got to do now. Yeah, you know, you know what's coming next. It's like, you know, you, you took it." he took it way beyond it should have went and you know it's it's happening yeah and now gilroy's claim
0: claiming to have something over him so he can't go after him right now theoretically (laughs) besides the fact that he's also in a police station so he can't do anything yet but this uh the fact that gilroy has something over him may you know hinder his process of taking out gilroy
1: okay so Gilroy blows Vic off again. He's like, uh, we're done here. Hey, Pete, call so and so, get him on the phone or whatever. And and Mackie's just like, alright. Okay. So he leaves, <laughs> and then we get another awesome scene here with um, Mackie and Aceveda talking to each other in the in the can. Yeah. This is another like awesome I love I love Vic Mackey and David Aceveda together scenes. They're always good together. They're great scenes. This is another one. But we're back to where, like, they're kind of coming to an agreement right here. Like, hey, fuck Gilroy. Yeah, fuck Gilroy. All right, let's work together then. (laughs) We'll both work together. I hate you. You hate me. But we both hate Gilroy, so let's get him the fuck out of the way. And then, you know, we'll see what happens after that, basically, is what's going on.
0: Yeah, because Vic's
1: basically offering him up, you know, that they'll bust
0: Gilroy for this whole land scheme and the hit and run. And then he'll have his dirty cop that he's been after all this time for, you know, trying to push his uh, political aspirations forward. He wanted to bring down a dirty cop and shit like that. So now I have Gilroy, who's even a bigger fish than uh, than Vic Mackey. So theoretically that's it's very enticing to him. And I like that Vic says something like, you know, I know you want I know you're not gonna trust me, but like I know you're too curious to not follow up on this. <laughs> yeah. So it's in your best interest here. So it's a very uneasy alliance, but it is nice to see them together for once, after the whole season of them being, you know, at opposite ends of the spectrum.
1: And Vic, like, he opens the floodgates here because he tells Aceveda about how Gilroy is buying up land, like he's he's lessening police forces in that area to drive down the price. He, he fills him in on that whole land scheme, and he tells him that Gilroy is the hit and run guy. So like Vic really puts it all out there for Aceveda. Aceveda's still like, you know, they they're kind of working together, but Aceveda's still like, you know, I, I still don't fucking trust you, you know. Yeah. Like there's no reason he couldn't go after Vic as well. Like <laughs> he doesn't
0: yet know about Vic's involvement with the cover-up of the DUI so much, but, I mean, it's it's all right there, that you don't have to, you know, stretch your arms out too far to make that connection.
1: <laughs> but, like, there's a line in there I laugh, because at some point where uh, Vic's like, well, what if I'm able to, you know, turn it around, and now you you come out being the hero and all this, and is like, how? And then Vic's like, help me take down a dirty cop, and I'm like, ha-ha-ha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's got balls, it's so good. He really does have nuts. He don't give a fuck. He good. does. It's so good. All right, so let me flip the page here. Uh, okay, so Dutch and Claudette are now interviewing e about the phones and shit. And yeah, um, not a
0: whole lot happens here. I think he just, you know, they, they're they like, give us the numbers of the people you sold those phones to. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because he seems like, you know, like he, he, you know, he was, you know, obviously he knew he was doing something illegal or whatever. But when he found out, you know, it was part of the crime, he was all like, oh, fuck, I didn't know all this shit. And all right, hey. Yeah, he
0: didn't sign up for, you know, cop killing stuff.
1: Like, that's, he didn't want any part of that. So, he's, he's so, like, all right, here you go. So, the strike team heads out to, like, look for these shooters, I guess. So... As they come out the door, like, Shane and Vic walk towards camera, and Lem and Ronnie walk away from the camera, okay? And they're like, yeah, we're going to do this. You know, Lem's like, let's go, strike team. And then, like, as they walk away, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, because you, you see him walk down the sidewalk for about five seconds in the background while Vic and Shane walk forward. And I'm thinking, like, in your opinion, when Lem and Ronnie are walking away do you think they're talking to each other for real right there? Like, can you fucking believe like, we <laughs> only got like three minutes in the finale? Is, is this fucking stupid or whatever? Do you think they stay in character? Do you think they say nothing or like, hey, you uh, want to go get a beer? Like shit like that. Or what do you think happens? Hmm, I think they probably stay in character um,
0: just because they seem like they take this shit seriously, even if uh, they're not the focus. <laughs> But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe they're just talking about like you know, what you guys watch last night. <laughs> could be. All right, so I, I also like. That. I think this is where Lem throws in a line about like he rented Vic's family a PlayStation.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think he does say that. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me.
0: I've missed those days when you could actually rent systems. Those were yeah. good times. You Although can't do that I don't think. So. I mean, you don't have video stores anymore. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. So there's nowhere to really rent them anymore. But also, that seems like a bad gift for, like, Vic's kids. Because, like, Megan's a baby. Uh, (laughs) The boy is, like, always just bouncing off the walls. I don't think he's going to have the patience to, like, you know, play a video game when he can't even figure out how to get pizza into his mouth. And, uh, (laughs) like, that seems a little advanced for him. And uh, Cassidy, I mean, she doesn't seem like the video game type, but maybe I'm wrong. So maybe I'll keep her entertained.
1: Huh. Yeah, that's a good point. Wow, you really thought that one out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that line stuck in my
1: head, but... <laughs> yeah, I just figured, all right, well, you know, video games, kids, that makes sense. But yeah, now it doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> um, so Vic calls the wife, and she's pissy, and all that kind of shit. So yeah, he's still not
0: saying anything about what's going on, but she just wants to go home. And he's like, no, 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 just stay where you are. Do what I say.
1: Um, Vic and Shane, they go and talk to T.O. about the cop killers. You know, it's pretty cool. You know, they kind of frisk him and shit as they're like, you know, what do you know type of thing. Yeah.
0: Well, showtime, putting on a show yeah, for the people. Yeah,
1: it's, it's showtime. That's what he says. Yeah. 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 Like T.O. says, all right, I'll 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 look into it, see what I hear and shit. So T.O. is like, he's level headed. I like him as a drug dealer. He's, he, yeah. yeah. Level headed I really, I love Tio. He's so cool. Like he's,
0: he's very helpful. Like like he wants to help out these cops. Like he's, he knows that this is in his best interest to help them. So he's gonna fucking keep doing it. He helps them out a lot in this episode. He gives them money later on. It's just like, like, this is a good solid dude.
1: (laughs) Money later on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like if I did coke or whatever, meth, whatever it is, like I'd want it from Tio. I trust Tio has got the good method exactly so it's a
0: definite contrast from rondell who was just kind of spastic and crazy
1: everybody knows that martinez got the bomb of shit all right so <laughs> uh let's see where are we at okay so Aceveda's looking into these properties in you know uh farmington or whatever and gilroy comes down while he's on the phone so now it's awkward, and he apologizes. Hey, listen, I didn't mean to be a dick back there or whatever, and whatever, whatever. But uh, let me tell you this. Uh, Vic shot that Jesus guy. You know? <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden, like, somebody just starts shooting up the barn, man, blowing out all the stained glass and shit.
0: Yeah, this is crazy. I'm
1: it's shot just the in the rain. middle of a scene, like, bam. Yeah, it is like, yeah, it is just in the middle of a scene, just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the basically whole everyone st- from
0: the barn, yeah, they, they run out. They grab their guns. They're all fucking chasing him down. A bunch of squad cars. I don't know if these are all people that were already in the parking lot or what. But they, they basically track these guys out immediately, just get them surrounded and shit. And uh, there's a huge standoff with like most of the police force on this one
1: car full of shooters. Now, <laughs> tell me this, Kevin Jank. If this was <laughs> a day. There is 0% chance those guys live in that car. No. <laughs> <There is zero laughs>
0: yeah. Chance. One of the cops, I mean, was like, hey, we got a shot on him. <laughs> but uh, Acevedo's like, no, no. No shot just until I say so. But, yeah, I, if this was real life, for sure, they'd just take him down. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'd be dead immediately.
1: Yeah. Uh, So they, they get him inside and shit, and Gilroy goes back to uh, data about Vic shooting that Jesus guy. Yeah, and these like, guys, yeah. the ones who did this
0: shooting, like, were Latino, so they don't even think this has anything to do with the other thing. It's basically just, you know, everyone thinks it's open season on Cops Now because of all the riots and shit, so. Like, these were, like, gangbangers. I can't assume they were mad because the police took so long to respond. Like, that helps them. <laughs> 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 so I think they're just, like, taking any opportunity to be like, fuck you guys
1: maybe it's possible um so we're back with Tio. he says he heard about a dude bragging he you know about you know he's got a badge he was bragging about shooting a guy or whatever and like i guess his dad's a real junkie he buys a lot of Tio's know, tea he? all right yeah so all right so the next scene they go to they go to this dude's house explain to me what's happening here because once again like i know you haven't done heroin i've never done heroin but this dude's got like 11 needles hanging out of him (laughs) is he like uh, is that all heroin or what is going on like is that seems like a lot yeah i assume i don't know if you
0: like built up a tolerance i guess after doing it for so long that you got to keep doing more but yeah it's like he found every part of a vein and he could find and just hooked it up. Although, I did notice it was all on one side, pretty much. Like, he wasn't going to the other side. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) Like, you can only shoot it up on one side, but it was mostly, like, the one side he had in his arms and his hands and fucking feet, but nothing on the other side that I noticed.
1: It just seems like a lot. I don't know, man. He also, like, did you notice all the weird blue things on his head? Yeah. Like, what was that?
0: (laughs) Was those some kind of scabs that...
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was like so a tennis <laughs> <laughs> Something like that with that crazy soccer ball head. It
0: looked like a soccer ball. Yeah, a little bit. I couldn't tell if that was part, like, part of his hairstyle or if that was just some weird scabbing process that happens when you're on heroin. Yeah, you maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've never done heroin. But wow. So anyways, they, they bust in on this guy and, you know, basically they tell him, like, y- you get your son to come over and we'll give you more drugs or whatever. Yeah. Well, basically he's
0: like, what's in it for me? And then it's like, well, well, how much do you need, Porcupine? <laughs> Which is oh, a good God. nickname because this guy's got needles everywhere.
1: It's just I, – I
0: still – I don't get it.
1: Um, yeah. So <laughs> – so meanwhile, jo- Julian and Danny get a call. Uh, some lady, her life's in danger, <laughs> uh, but it's real close. Cool yeah, that it's they, a- they almost got shot at the night before, mm-hmm. so they're real hesitant to show up. So they yeah, end
0: up. This is kind of tense. Like they're just like, oh god, this is gonna be another one of these fucking setups, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like they're they're like pinned against the house, you know. You know you in make their make head sure on they got their their bulletproof uh, yeah, vests on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they end up, they get into this lady's house, do so I police in the house and stuff? And that lady's like, I need my arthritis medicine. <laughs>
0: yeah, she got arthritis from watching Arthur.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, they get her her arthritis medicine and then she's like, well, you could get me water.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Would it kill you to get me a glass of water? No, <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's an interesting scene. It's good to kind of, I guess, have a moment of levity there where you're expecting the worst, but it turns out to not be anything that
1: serious. I wow. guess, uh, I guess that's good. Cut the tension a little bit. So that druggy son calls back. Now he's on his way home because the guy's like, "Mama's here. Mama's, Mama's clean. Mama's pure. Mama's coming." Yeah, she found Jesus. Now she oh, wants to see family. you. Like.
0: Yeah. This kid does not think this is suspicious that he's out there murdering cops and all of a sudden his mom comes back after years of fucking off. <laughs> you know, a little bit suspicious about the timing there.
1: That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> so he ends up showing up and then uh, this is another just awesome scene here. Oh, I love this scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This, is, this is, again, it just speaks to Mackie's character <laughs> where... He will definitely go
1: across every line you can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, Vic and Shane, like, they, they grab this dude. You know, they, they get the gun off of him. They find the badge off of him. And, you know, oh, Shane, Shane wants to beat the fuck and kill this. He, he, Shane, Shane's, yeah. oh, he, you could tell he wants to just pull the trigger on this kid.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Vic's like, who are the yeah. other shooters
1: and stuff? And the dude's like, kiss my ass. And then Vic has a, a great line here. I, I I don't know if I should save it. Do you have it later on or whatever? But he, basically, the, the dude says, kiss my ass. And Vic's like, I can't tell you how much I was hoping that's what your answer would be. And then like, he takes the badge that he took off the kid and he opens it up to like where the pin is just sticking out. And he just jabs him in the fucking chest with it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, It's so gross. Um, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah.
0: He's is jamming in all the fucking way at this point.
1: Shane's way into it. He's like, he, he's <laughs> loving this. He's got like a grin on his face. You know, he's like, you know, prancing around behind Vic while like, he does this. The dude he's ends up telling it right now. Yeah. Uh, the dude ends up telling them they were gonna squat in some abandoned building down by the grove. So that's where the other two people are. They're trying to find some place where they can squat. Yeah. So Yeah, just, this is
0: just about when some more cops show up, and uh, they burst in the door, including Claudette and a couple of, like, unis, and uh, the guy immediately starts squealing, like, he was stabbing me with that, with that badge and shit, and uh, Claudette's just like, you look okay to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it.
1: But even she Claudette, looks at the like, badge. When it
0: comes to she, cop killers, like, she doesn't even, like, she doesn't even care anymore. She's just like, fuck you. <laughs>
1: But there is a look between her, like, she gives Vic a look, because she looks at the badge and sees the blood all over it, mm-hmm. and then she looks over at Vic, and then she, she looks at that guy, and she's like, you look fine to me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Uh, Even she's,
0: like, reached her kind of limit in this episode, where she's just oh, like, yeah. you don't come around here and fucking start killing cops,
1: like, that's one thing she's not going to abide. Because the next scene, they're back at the station interviewing this dude with the with the uh, hole in his chest. And uh, he's just being a fucking asshole. And, you know, he's, yeah. just like, finger he's doing finger guns. guns,
0: which is never cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this is where, like, the opening of, of this episode was where Claudette says, it is everything in me not to slap you silly. <laughs> it, it, it is so good because she does, like, you could tell she just wants to beat the fuck out of him, too. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's great that this one
0: event kind of brings out the Vic Mackey and everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody's Vic Mackeying it up. Uh, the Strike Team goes and to takes To's money from him. Now they take his money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because Vic's like, "How much money you got on you?" And he's like, "I don't know, a couple thousand." And he's like, "I need it." And he's like, that, "That's all I got." And he's like, "I gotta, I gotta grease the wheels." And I didn't, I didn't bring my money today. <laughs> so. But he's like, I, "Well, you can't say I'm not
0: paying my dues." And Vic's like, "Yeah, you're right. I can't say that." <laughs> Uh, good business arrangement right there
1: yeah um so yeah so he tells like Lem and them like any hobo any street guy you know uh go you know start finding out who these these people are with the badges and stuff like anything uh, they heard and then like uh, i I think vic or not vic uh lem makes a comment as they're walking away like it's gonna it's gonna be raining thunderbird around here (laughs) Oh, I think yeah. Ronnie says like uh, it's gonna be rain and thunderbird.
0: Uh, is, I don't is, know. It, does it does he say 45? And then yeah. like Lem says, make a thunderbird. It'll go farther.
1: <laughs> so am I? Am I to understand that like they're just going to the liquor store to buy cheap bottles of booze? And like, hey, you you hear anything? Here's a bottle of booze. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my guess. Because <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, okay. So that you know, are they gonna give everybody like a hundred dollars? They're gonna run out of money pretty quick. Yeah. Plus, like you, Plus <laughs> you know, they're going to take some for themselves. You know, half of that's going to stay in their pocket. It's going to the retirement fund. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got to recoup all that PlayStation rental money. That is true. Yeah, those aren't cheap, especially back <laughs> in 2002. It was probably yeah. like 10 bucks a day. <laughs> um, uh, so now we get a, a scene where a Lord sedona into this real estate company they told her something about uh i don't know she had some kind of problem with one of something something i don't know and they're like no nah, there's no problem and also is like what's up it's also up in the house also is <laughs> awesome in this episode by the way i love him he is pretty great yeah so he's like i got i got some questions for you you know i got a lot of questions so they go back to her place for something which is weird yeah, that is that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's not where you want to interrogate someone, especially like an attractive lady that just sends off weird signals. Yeah, and then this lady's all like, I don't know who Gilroy is. And he's like, oh, really? The Gilroy you worked for for two months? The Gilroy who <laughs> showed you how to like uh, put retirement funds into your account long enough to buy property in this area? You know, the Gilroy you, you were in a hit and run with? You don't know that guy? So, <laughs> so she, she knows she's fucked at this point. So, let's see. Uh, Claudette and Dutch interview the shooter.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it's, the next time they talk to him. This, they kind of get a motive out of him finally. Like apparently, one of the girls, they, there's like a girl in his group. You know, there's two guys and a girl, and the girl like was she knew the pe- people that got killed when you know they didn't show up because they called nine one one. Uh, they used to take care of her somewhat, like she was real close with them, so they decided they were going to get even by going after cops. Um, and he kind of lets them know, you know,
1: where they are at. And that oh, part. I see. Okay. Alright. Yeah, that, that note didn't make sense, but okay. Um, yeah. So Vic shows up to this Sedona's house. <laughs> Aceveda's still there, and Aceveda asks Vic about that Jesus guy. And he accuses him of, like, covering it up and shit. And then Aceveda pulls out a search warrant for Vic's house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gilroy had him get it.
1: And then Vic, he stutters for a second. Like, for a brief second, he's like, oh, well, uh, uh he does that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, no. So I wouldn't find anything at your house. And Vic's
0: like, no way. Yeah, And then he's like, well, I got the search warrant that Gilroy had me get. And Vic just, oh, God, he suddenly realizes exactly why Gilroy was at his house the day beforehand. And, yeah, he does kind of stutter. He's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now I'm caught in a lie.
1: Yeah. So then uh, Acevedo, he's like, well, I, I know what he's like. That, that gun, Gilroy planted at my house. And then Aceveda's like, well, how would Gilroy have a murder weapon for some gang hit? Mm-hmm. You know, and like he now he's like really starting to figure it out. Uh, Vic then gets a call on the phone, you know, saved by the bell, as this conversation starts to get weird, that they found the <laughs> other two shooters. They're holed up in some building someplace. Yep. So,
0: see, like Vic kind of questions why Aceveda hasn't gone to his house already and. Acevedo says, like, uh, I talked, you know, Gilroy into letting me have a couple of hours so that you can take down these cop killers, and then I'll, you know, go raid your house afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yes. So, we got the strike team getting ready to invade the building. Like, they're all getting their gear on. Acevedo's outside. Like, he's going in with them yeah. now. Because Vic ask promised him, him earlier. He was like,
0: uh, you can be, you can come along with us when we get these guys, so you'll have a big win that you took down these cop killers. So he promised that he could take Acevedo on this trip. (laughs) Now, I
1: rewatched this earlier today. Um, Whenever they're getting ready, Mm -hmm. I forget, there's like a song playing. It's not Kid Rock, but it might as well be, but it's something. (laughs) Um, There's a look between the strike team. They all kind of look at each other while they're all getting ready. Do you think to me that was hey- Let's tarry this guy when we get downstairs. I don't know.
0: Um, I'm gonna guess not if everyone else was involved because really only you know him and Shane knew about Terry. <laughs> um, I don't think Lem or Ronnie would necessarily be on board with uh, taking out the captain <laughs> uh, without a good reason. <laughs> but the whole scene is is so it's set up so great because you're just wondering what is going to happen here like clearly he's in a situation where he could very easily get tarried <laughs> they could just turn on him and Aceveda doesn't walk out of this and then all Vic's problems are solved <laughs> yet again except you know then they have to come like somehow explain that away that that Acevedo got shot but you could do that there's certainly a way to do that yeah. uh so you're just like where is this gonna go like it is very tense because you honestly don't know what the outcome of this is going to be, especially since we saw what Vic did in the first episode. Is <laughs> hear-
1: just going to be a repeat of that? There is a look. It makes you wonder. Um, the other thing, too, is like so they go down into the building, and you know, it's not just these, like, there's people everywhere. Like every room has some kind of druggy scene going on. One, 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 room, there's like a bonfire thing going on and some guys chanting and then some like old hobo just stumbles out of another room and almost gets plugged by Vic and them guys, you know? So there's people all over the place. So they finally come across, they, they find the dude, he's like sitting on a mattress or something in this in, in hole. And Vic's like, freeze motherfucker or whatever he says. And then what happens? Cenk. Uh, the girl who they have not found yet,
0: she comes out from the side and Vic does not see, see her there. So she's got a gun and she's going to take out Vic Mackey, except for the fact that Aceveda sees her and fires a shot at her. Yeah. Yep. Just- so she dies and uh, yeah, he saves Vic's life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's, it's- uh, it's pretty amazing. It, it's definitely one of those things where like. Man, like, like uh, Aceveda's life would probably be, be a lot easier if he just let Vic die.
1: But, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I don't think he could possibly do that. Like, he—that's not in his character. He would never be the one to make that decision.
1: You know what, though, I bet if let's say exact role reversal where Aceveda saw the dude and then he was ready to get plugged, I—I I bet Vic would have taken that girl out. I kind of think he would too. Yeah, I That's know. the thing but, is like if he if that would
0: have happened, you could kind of see why Aceveda would drop the thing against Vic because he'd be like, oh, Vic saved my life. Like he actually is a good dude. But the way it, it pans out this way is just like it's so much more, more interesting in a way because you're just like, well, now I don't know why. <laughs> like yeah. maybe he just feels more protective of Vic because he saved Vic's life. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like the more TV way to go is to have Vic save Aceveda's life and that yeah. just buries the hatchet. But. Yeah, they went a different route, and it it strangely works. Um, and I think Aceveda like, I don't think he wants Vic to die, even, you know, even earlier in the season. I don't think he wants him dead. He just wants credit for bringing him in as a dirty cop, so <laughs> Vic dying really wouldn't serve his purposes,
1: his political career. No, not really. So we're back at the station, <clears throat> and Acevedo is sort of defending Vic now to, to Gilroy, mm-hmm. and... Gilroy's like, well, where's this search warrant and shit? And Aceveda pulls it out of his jacket. And he's like, you didn't serve it yet. And he's like, he just got you know three cop killers off the street. Why don't you cut him a break and shit? <laughs> and Gilroy's like, you know, fuck that. We're serving this thing. Uh, you're fired. You're fired. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know yeah. if you could. Find yeah, if you won't there. serve this. I'll find someone else who will. Yeah. So, uh, he fires Aceveda. Meanwhile. The whole strike team's back at Vic's house. They're, they're ripping the whole fucking place apart, looking for this gun. Yeah. And Lem finds it. It's in it's in one of the kids' rooms, in like the air air conditioning vent or something like that. They hit the end gun there.
0: Do you imagine if they like did show up to serve that warrant just then?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. the place apart, like you're all going down. I hear you. <laughs> but now they find the gun in time. So Gilroy goes back to his house. And he's like, hey, Sedona, we got to get the hell out of here. But Sedona's not there. You know who is there? Vic. Big Mackey. Yep. And Shane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is another just phenomenal fucking scene here. I love this whole fucking interaction between these three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically Vic's pissed. He's like, what the fuck, man? You know, in addition to like, you know, getting people killed and all that, you hit a gun in my kid's room. Like, you put it in my daughter's fucking room. And he's like, Oh, you shouldn't have found it. <laughs> yeah, she would have never found it. But it was loaded and stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty shitty. Yeah. You can't go around doing that. So I tried. The- it's gotten me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we get a good, like, good, I don't know, minute and a half or so where. Is Vic going to shoot this guy or not? He, like, puts the gun up. He pulls it back. He, he, he stands up and he points the gun. You know, we get that for a while. Shane's mm-hmm. like, you got to fucking kill this guy. You know, Shane's bloodthirsty. That, yeah. that guy, he, he wants to kill everybody. At one point, he kind of understands. He's like, I get it that, you know, you guys have
0: a history. I know this is hard. Just let me do
1: it. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. That's cool. Just give it to me. Let me do do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me do this for you. I think he does actually say that to him and shit. (laughs) But instead, Vic just bashes him, like pistol whips him with the butt of the gun. Just baboosh, Mm -hmm. straight across the eye. Um, And it cuts, so we don't really know what happens right away. We're just. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Maybe he does finish him off. Maybe not. Yeah.
1: Uh, we get J- Julian and Danny in the locker room, or hey, it's you know thirteen episodes, and hey, I kind of like you. Yeah, I <laughs> guess you know whatever you know. Yawn. So he's grown accustomed to you. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Very heartwarming. D- Danny's still like you've never asked me anything. And he's like, oh, you know, if you want to talk, you'll talk. Is <laughs> Which yeah, i I'm th- not gonna nag you. I think that's something she said to him earlier on in the season, if i if I'm not mistaken. Um, Vic brings Gilroy in in handcuffs. You know, Aceveda's like, looking on. Sedona's there giving info to Claudette and Dutch. Everybody's looking around uh, watching, you know, Gilroy get thrown in the cage and shit. It's pretty awesome. I wonder,
0: does anyone know what he did at this point? Like, they just see the, you know, the assistant fucking superintendent getting brought into, you know, the, the cage. Like, do they have yeah. any idea what the fuck's going on? I don't <laughs> know. Nobody seems I, to be asking questions.
1: Well, I'm wondering if, like, you know, with that girl confessing in there or whatever, if, like, it didn't spread before Gilroy got there. They're like, oh, this is Gilroy's bitch down there. She's spilling the beans on him. Yeah. That's Except, possible. It's possible. I don't know. Uh, So, you know. Yeah, it's bro- very, it's a, a very,
0: like, kind of... Per- thing where you kind of wonder: Is this how the show is going to end? Like, is this going to be Vic someday getting walked into the cage? Um, like Gilroy is kind of just a like a worst case scenario of how Vic could end up, or not even maybe not even worst case, but one of the bad cases <laughs> where it's like if Vic continues down this
1: path, he could end up just like Gilroy here. Well, because even in that scene before, where we don't know if Vic is going to kill Gilroy at Gilroy's house. Uh, Vic says something like, "I'm nothing like you," and then Gilroy says, "Not yet."
0: Yeah. So he he's like, he "What gets, kind of what things have you done?
1: What, what have you done to cover
0: up those things?" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad
1: things." Um. At I'll this point so here, home. we get Lem coming in. He tells Vic his family's missing from the hotel. Like they're gone. They're wherever they were at. They yeah. bolted. They're not there anymore. And we see like. What's her name? Connie? No. Uh, Corinne. Yeah, we see oh. Corinne back
0: at the house. Like, she had come home to, I don't know, get more stuff or whatever, and saw the place all torn apart from there trying to find the gun, and it was just like, fuck this. <laughs> she she takes off. Yeah, yeah. Takes the kids and gets, gets the fuck out of town.
1: So, simultaneously, we got Aceveda giving a press conference about Gilroy and, you know, crime in this district, and it's exactly how season one opened with osservated in front of a microphone given the state of the union of farmington and crime you know statistics and that sort of thing and that's exactly how the end of season one ends with yeah. him given you know that 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 press conference or whatever
0: it's true although
1: much more triumphant for
0: him where now his co- political career is kind of on track like he got these cop killers and he fucking got gilroy he got cleaned up the, the department so he's looking like like a front runner now a little bit he's like oh you know people don't like be told who to vote for i've enjoyed my underdog status so he's kind of playing it down but you know he
1: knows yeah people yeah, he, are uh, people are in play, him now he's playing the, the humble card oh gee <laughs> oh shucks me um yeah who me yeah exactly <laughs> and then finally, we get a scene where Vic comes home and he gets. There's a message from the wife on the answering machine or whatever, and she she bolted. At least for a while, she just she needs a break. It's too much. And then because yeah. wow. I a know heart- you want, to,
0: I know you're gonna want to find me, but don't try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you still love me at all? Don't try. Just, just devastating.
1: And then does Vic have a heart attack?
0: Uh, no, I guess he just has, like, a, you know, anxiety attack, more so than anything, just, you know, freak out, yeah, they did mention that in the commentary, that a lot of people thought he was having a heart attack, but no, he was just having, you know, anxiety, Uh, like, I guess he did really try to work himself up into, you know, what if my family actually did leave like this, and so he actually
1: did kind of go through, like, you know, a panic attack (laughs) a little bit, huh, so then he ends up like he chucks his badge across the room, and then he puts his gun on and he leaves. So yeah. I don't know. that's yeah. such a
0: good ending because yeah. it's just Vic Mackey now in like the lowest spot of his life, going out looking for trouble. You just know that's gonna be bad. <laughs> like somebody's day is about to get fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: Now and I don't to Pay for all the pain he's going through right now.
1: I don't remember how season two starts, so um I, I it's been a while since I watched it. But that that's where we end. That's the end of the episode. Vic walking out the door. Um yeah. It juxtaposes very much the two kind of
0: leads of this episode where, you know, Vic and Aceveda. Uh Aceveda's obviously having this huge win and Vic's, you know, having this huge loss where just, he just he's he's got these cop killers and all this stuff and things are going right career wise, but he's lost his family. So yeah. He's like at a at a real low here, so it's kind of cool to see them cutting between
1: the two. Uh, ten out of ten for me on this one, Jank. This is you know <laughs> this is how you close a season too. This uh, this episode's nice. awesome from the start to end. Love it.
0: Yeah, I mean just the whole thing of having like the cops being constantly under attack like really added to the stress level of this episode. So you're just like you never know what's going to be important or what's not like that scene where Danny and Julian had to get that lady's pills. Like it's such a stupid scene, but it's actually stressful because you're just like, what's going to happen here?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So it's very intense. There's very much like a ticking clock element. You never know exactly what choices characters are going to make. Like Acevedo, is he going to go after Vic? Like there's no, really no reason he couldn't go after Vic as well, even though he's also getting Gilroy, like he could go after you know vic for covering up the dui nothing else
1: it's true so it Vic's true. really
0: taking a chance by not killing gilroy and bringing him in there alive
1: um so yeah that's uh that's how season one ends Jake. Uh, it's just good solid stuff yeah through and through just a,
0: a phenomenal episode yeah um, I, re- I really love the way they had wrapped up this first season
1: all right, Jank. So, what do you think? We're we gonna do awards now, or what? Yeah, let's do the awards, and then we'll talk
0: a little bit about the season overall. All right. Um. All right. Best quotes. We oh the best quotes. <laughs> uh,
1: we've talked I, I, about many of them. Yeah. Yeah. We've. I, I brought up a few. Hold on. Let me. Uh. Let me flip around here because there's a lot of good quotes in this episode. Here's one I liked. It's uh
0: not exactly profound, but. This is where uh, Tio was talking to one of his like, uh, you know, know she's a <laughs> prostitute or whatever. But she's just like, "Screw your mother in the ass,"
1: Tio. He's like, I "Already did twice this morning, bitch." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know what that meant, but yeah, a yeah, right. um, <laughs> yeah, um,
0: Strange comeback, but, but yeah, it's it
1: very weird. Like, yeah, I already fucked my mother today, so <laughs> um, let's see, like the you know the. I did a lot of my quotes already. Oh, here's a good quote. Um, whenever Aceveda approaches Vic about uh him killing that Jesus guy, mm-hmm. and Vic's like, "What are you talking about? That was a gang hit." And then Aceveda's like, "You in a gang now?" Like it was <laughs> just it was awesome the way he says it. I don't know. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, it is kind of weird that Acevedo
0: wasn't suspicious like, oh yeah, that one witness got killed in a gang hit in the one day since this DUI happened. Yeah. Like what are the odds of that?
1: I know. I know. <laughs> um, oh, here's another thing that like uh or here's another quote. Um when Vic calls the wife and they go out to look for these cop killers and Vic calls his wife, like mm-hmm. he says to her and this is like not, once again, very timely to, right now, he tells her, because she's all pissed off about what's going on. And he's like, just do nothing. That's, that's all that you to do. Just sit there and do nothing. Is it so hard? And that's really like <laughs> everybody. Like these fucking coronavirus cases would go down if people would just sit fucking still. I get just it. You're do bored. Nothing. I know. You're bored. It's, I understand that. But I'm <laughs> down with it.
0: Yeah, um, it's very timely advice. We need to make this a meme that we can, uh, you know, throw out there now.
1: Yeah,
0: I Ooh, hear the it. Inner words.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you got any other quotes? I think we covered all the big ones. Although
0: I did just like near the end when they go to ex- confront Gilroy and uh, Shane's just like,
1: "Shut up, you goddamn drunk!" <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he says it was good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a quote Shane has earlier on when he's talking like Vic and him go to talk to T.O. about I need info and shit. And Vic's like, you know, you know, get on this now. And then Shane says something that means you're going to have to get off your something. And I, I I, I listened to it three times. and still don't know what he says. <laughs> no, Did he go into and- his southern mode that he was doing for maybe, the fighting? Maybe like the sound got a little whispery right there. I don't know. But it was weird. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Might what be else? Where you that's... need to put on the subtitles? Yeah, I uh, did not that with Hulu, and I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not that important. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Well, uh, let's do best guest star. Who Who'd you go with? Because this one's tough. <laughs> because there's not a lot of guest stars in this one. There's a lot of small role guest stars.
0: Um, I decided to go with the first kind of guy they interviewed Cyrus. The, uh, the cell phone guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I kind of enjoyed his... Uh, he, he just seemed like one of those guys that's a very S.H.I.E.L.D. type of guest star. where You can't see this guy being on any other show. <laughs> like, he's not going to be on CSI Miami, but on this show, he works.
1: All right. I went with um, Sedona Taez or whatever her name oh, was. Okay. was she was sassy and she was sexy, and I didn't mind <laughs> looking at her, and, you know... She, she 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 and her shit together.
0: Yeah, I like I like that She's like, well, Ben's in love. I have a future. Like you like you might not go to jail because you rolled over on Gilroy, but I don't think you have much of a future. No. <laughs> like in the finance world after this, like you're pretty much blacklisted. I would say. I would think, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know how it works, but I would imagine. Yeah, if they do any kind of background search, that should pop up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. <laughs> uh... I don't know how much of a future you have.
1: Uh, what All about... All right, uh, go ahead. Uh, I guess next up is MVP. Oh. Um, I went with Aceveda in this. Like, once again, like, he's just fucking good the whole way around. Another solid episode from Aceveda for me. Like, Vic's always a given. Vic's always great. You can't <laughs> always go with Vic for me. But, like, you know, I think Acevedo's great this episode, too. Because, once again, like... He's not a pussy. He's not a pushover.
0: No, no, not in this one for sure. He's kind of holding all the cards because both Vic and Gilroy want to make deals
1: with him. So he's just like the bell of the ball here. And he kind of. Which suitor shall I choose? And he worked it to his best advantage at the end. Like he came out smelling like roses. Yeah, that's true. I like I was very true.
0: That see, I was very torn. I honestly had him and Vic neck and neck. Um, obviously in terms of who was the bigger winner from this episode, Acevedo, like he's definitely, you know, he, like we said, he's on a high, Vic, not so much, but in the end, I think I have to give it to Vic for, because the two most memorable parts of this episode were him running through a fence
1: and yeah. stabbing yeah.
0: a guy with the badge. Yeah. Like those are the things I remember most from this episode and they're That's both great. Vic. So I have to give it to to him for his pure entertainment
1: value. Alright, that makes sense. <laughs> that's cool. There's, there's no wrong answer there. Those are both right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I totally agree with that. Like, Aceveda
0: is a very strong choice this time yeah. around, for sure. Uh. Alright, the Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck up. I, I mean, I went with Gilroy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty you bad. You don't fuck with Dick Mackey. You just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to give it to Vic, but I think
1: you're right. It is probably Gilroy. Like, if anybody knows not to fuck with Mackie, it's Gilroy. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. He He pretty much knows
0: what happened to Terry. Like, he should see this coming, that you don't fuck around with this
1: guy. No, he does what needs to be done.
0: (laughs) Vic and the strike team... I would say they definitely did fuck up as well with the whole raid on those guys to uh, the cop killers, because like Vic almost got himself shot <laughs> by getting a little overeager. If Acevedo wasn't there, like, like he would have gotten killed. So it's not exactly showing off how cool your strike team is if uh, you're being saved by this guy who isn't even supposed to be there today.
1: Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be there today. <laughs> um, not exactly a feather in your cap. Yeah. No doubt.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what about the dumpy
1: award for the worst part of the episode? I got nothing on that one. I, I there's no there's nothing really dumpy in this one. Even the wife segment is relevant to what's going on. I understand. Sure. So I, I got nothing. There's nothing dumpy in this episode.
0: I'm kind of with you on that. Um, um normally I would say that Coldplay song, but it actually does work. <laughs> 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 i mean i'm not a fan of that song i've never listened to it but in the context of that scene it works so i can't
1: complain about that you know, um i'm gonna go ahead when it was on i i was thinking to myself like i don't know this song but i know i don't like it for some reason and now i know why <laughs> i don't like it because it was cold play you yep. wow, all right well that makes sense he's still uh, married to that yeah what is are they still married
0: No, remember they consciously uncoupled. (laughs)
1: Oh, uncoupled, yeah. 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 Oh, God. All right.
0: The only thing I really had to complain about this episode was the title. Um, Circles just feels stupid to me. (laughs) Like, I get it. They're trying to be like, oh, so, you know, Circles back from the beginning of the season and shit like that. But it seems, you know. Pretentious, but also entry-level pretentious, where you're trying to think you're so much deeper than you are. Huh. All right. (laughs) Well, if that's your biggest gripe, uh, we got no gripes. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very minor this week. Um, That's why it gets a 10 out of 10. It's pretty damn flawless.
1: Yeah, it is good. All right. uh, Looking ahead, I don't have anything to look ahead to. I got to start taking detailed notes now. I'm going to start going, you know, just two at a time every week instead of watching the whole season. Yeah, that's good. It'll
0: keep it it a surprise for
1: for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I'm very much looking forward to season two. Uh, Season two and three, to me, I think are my favorite seasons where I'm just like, this is the shield firing on all cylinders. Like, there's uh, definitely good stuff afterwards and, you know, great plot points. But, like, just when it's just, you know, shield being the shield for me is season two
1: and three do we get any chickless ass in season two do you remember <laughs>
0: Uh, i don't
1: think so any chickless ass all right Not well i remember Hopefully <laughs> we get it but hope springs eternal yeah exactly you never know <laughs> all right well do you have,
0: have any uh superhero castings you wanted <laughs> to do this Is our last gasp at this
1: segment <laughs> uh, i struggled with this man um i got to do anybody
0: that we didn't already do any of the you know the lesser characters uh that we've talked about on the show but haven't already done as superheroes we'll uh we'll cover any any of those that either of us felt like talking about (laughs) who would they be if they weren't on the shield
1: i got two okay Um, the first one I did was Aceveda's Wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I got her down as, uh, Harley Quinn, Spider-Gwen, Catwoman, Supergirl, Poison Ivy, Batgirl, Mystique, Electra, Black Cat, Scarlet Witch, X-23, Misty Knight, Black Widow, Sue Storm, Regular Storm, or Aunt May. She could cosplay (laughs) as any of those, and I would be more than happy. I like that (laughs) Calm down. I'm going to
0: have to get like a fucking fire hose and spray you down with it or something.
1: Calm <laughs> down. Uh, the only other one I had, Jake, it's not even a, a superhero. I went with uh, you know, Terry Terry mm-hmm. Crowley. I, I he could be uh he could be Marvin from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Yeah, cuz it's just gets shot in the face. That's really the only point he's there. There's no for him.
0: Yep. Right. <laughs> he didn't what, even get to eat a burger beforehand. What do you got? Uh, I got a couple. Um, I went with Jane Cho, who played Officer Yun Day on that last episode, the one who was Vietnamese but, or Korean but didn't speak
1: Korean. I oh, was all
0: confused. I, I, wrote that,
1: I wrote the address in English. <laughs> is, that, is that all right?
0: Yep, that's okay. her. Alright. Uh, I figured she could be Jubilee from the X-Men. I don't know who that is. Oh, man. If you ever watched the 90s cartoon, she was unfortunately a very large part of it. <laughs> Jubilee. Unfortunate? I, I didn't mind her, but a lot of people, I think, don't like her, especially these days, because she's very, like, 90s. But uh, She chew gum? Yeah, a lot of gum chewing, a lot of hanging out at the mall and shit like that. Alright.
1: <laughs> Huh. I see a, I see a Knives Chow thing going on here, Jank. Oh, yep. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that.
0: All right. Yep, that would be a good casting as well. Uh, Frank Grillo, who we've talked about, plays an officer on this show. Uh, obviously, he was Crossbones, so that was you know pretty good. He's already gotten his superhero role in there. Mm-hmm. But I always thought he would be the perfect Punisher. And I can I see that, that guy, that guy that being, that being the, the Punisher. punisher. Yeah, like, if you watch the Purge movies that he's in, like, he basically is playing the Purge version of the Punisher. That is true. (laughs) So it wouldn't make total sense for me to, for him to be the Punisher. The Punisher Uh, should definitely be a lesser-known actor. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: That makes sense. All right. Um, Sticky Fingers. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Kern. Yeah, Kern Little. Uh, I wanted to see him as Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Remember season 1? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: I like I love season 1 Luke Cage. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, was very season
0: good. 2 not as
1: much. Yeah, not
0: <laughs> as much, but season 1's great. It yeah, had some great moments for sure. Yeah. All right. Um and then one. finally, uh, I got two more here. Uh, I got my girl Dina. Oh yeah, As, yes, Kitty Pride from the X Men. Oh, cool, there you go. Just staffing up an X Men here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Kitty Pride. Or, or maybe spoiler from uh, the Batman universe, like Robin's girlfriend at one point. Spoiler. her um, S- S- hair blonde. I could see that. <laughs>
1: DC. I, I don't know. Spoiler.
0: Yeah, she was like a costume adventure i think she's like the daughter of some kind of a villain but not like a major one like the puzzle master or something like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she looks like uh, but she became like a superhero you know that little thing that was on uh he-man it looked like a jawa but not not really <laughs> yeah it's like that. Oh, uh, orko orko yeah she kind of looks like orko but like full size yeah a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> i will take a run at her. Hell oh, yeah!
0: Sure. Uh, yeah, she is a woman. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I I she actually r- like she got uh, like pregnant at one point. Like and she was a teen pregnancy superhero. <laughs> it's weird. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the last one I had then was my girl Tulips. Uh, oh yeah. I <laughs> her hair a little bit, and she, I think she's got a little bit of that southern thing going, so she could be Rogue from the X Men.
1: Oh. All right. Yeah. That, that's the stripper that Shane banged in the uh, interview room? Yep. Uh, that's her. Yeah. I she think she'll like, be back. Maybe she'll be season back? two. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Anytime you get tulips around, if, my if, excitement polarizes. If she was rogue, she would have killed Shane right there in that interview. <laughs> yep. Or outside. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true.
0: Yeah. But it's All so right.
1: worth
0: it. Put your so, and getting hit in the head with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was sucker punched. Um <laughs> What was I gonna say? Uh so next season, Jank. Are uh, are we still continuing this uh Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? Yep, that's the plan. Um, do you still want to do wrestlers? <laughs> I would like to, because I, I would be more, uh, unless you have something better than that. Because the, the superhero one was a stretch for me. I only know the major ones. And I'm sure that's the, the case with you with wrestling.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, as long as you're, you're you're prepared to carry most of it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I can um, carry shit out of it in wrestling. All right. Oh, hell <laughs> and i'm okay with that all right um, like i said it's gonna be hard for me i'll try to come up with one if anything all right <laughs> but uh, i'll do my best but mostly yeah. i'm gonna rely on you on this one <laughs> all right. give me a hell yeah
1: all right so um so looking back jenks season one sum it up season one
0: uh, well, let's see. we got the strike team. We start off the season with them, with uh, with Terry, kind of ratting them out for their dealings with a drug dealer named Rondell Robinson. Uh, they, they, Shane and uh, Vic decide to take it into their own hands to kill off Terry, uh, which kind of becomes a, a major thing throughout the entire run of the show. Um, and it's just kind of the first of many things they have to cover up, um, including later on when Rondell gets in some more trouble and they have to cover that up. And then they mess up with some drugs. Shane fucks up because he, he keeps constantly fucking up now after the death of Terry, uh, because he is, he's kind of lost his compass. Now he, he doesn't know where the line is anymore. So he is just constantly fucking shit up. Uh, he loses some drugs. They have to cover that up by eventually blackmailing Julian um, and then this eventually leads to a confrontation with Gilroy at the end of the season, where it's kind of a you know potential look at their future of what could happen if they keep going down this crooked cop route. Um, although, as we'll find out next season, the story of Gilroy is not yet over. Oh, dun dun dun. Uh, Aceveda, he's the the captain, constantly heads with uh, Vic Mackey. Uh, by the end of this season. He has started running for office. Uh, his political career seems to be on track with a couple of big wins here at the end. Um, it seems like him and Vic Mackey have, have found some common ground. Will that hold for any length of time? Maybe. We'll find out next season. But there's definitely some uh, some changes coming about there in that relationship. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so we got that to look forward to in season two um the other to me the biggest storyline of this season is dutch and his quest to get the serial killer um that's kind of a huge part of this first season and it's kind of a little bit before he gets case that big again (laughs) but dutch is always trying to get to prove himself and trying to take on these big cases and shit like that and trying to really get the accolades um but he brings on a suit. serial killer in this season so he's riding high going into season two but that's only leaving him room to go down unfortunately <laughs> so as we get yeah. into next season then it's gonna they're gonna have to take him down a peg i
1: think it seems to me though with the, they could have they didn't build the the serial killer angle should have been a bigger deal it should have built up with more uh you know drama and what have you and it should have paid off more i think for dutch even in a bad way like even if he's still, like, always getting his balls broken about it, like, it should just be a running thing continuously, good or bad. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of mostly it, only two episodes. and like, Yeah, it kind of, like, fell in his lap, and then he solved it, and everybody clapped, and then the next day it was like, hey, fuck off, Dutch. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep, the glory never lasts very long. Oh,
1: uh, not at all.
0: The, uh, the next time there's kind of a serial thing like this, I think they did take that note to heart. And uh, they spent a lot more time, I remember.
1: I just uh, want to watch it all now, because like, I don't remember much that happens. It's been so long. I just remember, like, yes. big points. Like, I remember certain people living, dying, or whatever, but then other people, I have no idea what happens with them.
0: Yeah. There's there's a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, Season three, I'll say that there's definitely some more with Dutch getting another uh, big case like this. It kind of goes on for a long time.
1: Like, and even El uh, that. I know he leaves, but might be season two, might be season seven. I don't remember when he left. <laughs> I just know Glenn yeah. Close was there for a while. Yeah. Well, that was season four. Yeah. Okay. So, so. I her being very good, because I remember thinking, oh, man, fucking Glenn Close. But then she came on. I was like, holy shit, Glenn Close is fucking great. Yeah, she really was. <laughs> yeah. we' totally we're,
0: fit into the show.
1: We're way, way away from
0: Glen Close. Yeah, although I mean, not as we've already gotten one season all the way in the books here, so we're not that yeah. far away.
1: I have so much notes to take before we get to Glen Close. That's <laughs> true. Yeah.
0: Season uh, three has 15 episodes instead of 13. So oh, you dicks! extra pages. <laughs> dicks, man. That's an extra
1: episode too. Fucking asshole. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they want us to keep doing the show. What can I say?
1: Hey, remember. At the beginning, we were talking about that email address. Yeah. Did anybody send money? (laughs) Nope, not even Yahoo. Nothing. Not even Yahoo. Nothing. (laughs) Bunch of dicks. All right, so... Bullshit. So I think that's most of
0: the important things. Obviously, Vic's family leaves at the end of this season, which we'll see some of the ramifications of that next season. Uh, Will they be, be able to reconcile at all, or... You know, who you knows? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I think we know. It is kinda of, it does seem so early for them to dip out. Like you'd think that them, you know, having marriage problems and getting divorced or something like that would happen much later in the series, but they're like, Yeah, one season's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've done enough with these characters. <laughs> Um, what else can we tease about season two? Oh, Connie, everyone's favorite prostitute, will be back. Oh, nice. But uh, there'll be some changes in that regard as well. So,
1: Teo bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: Connie's back in town buying all the drugs up. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: And the Tio storyline will definitely be a big focus in the early. Episodes, uh, one or two episodes of this next season for sure. Oh, what about Tremors, Tremors Four? A lot he more to you. I don't think he does. I guess he's probably that was like his third strike, so he's just probably in jail forever now because he had just killed those Hanson CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Bop, boop, 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 boop. I'm in jail. Boop, boop, boop.
1: Um. All right. Probably not a good, good idea on his part, yeah. but he went for it yeah. anyway. Do you have a superhero for Tremors Four? He could be, (laughs) huh? Um,
0: maybe just because he was in Tremors 4, he could be Richter from the New Mutants slash (laughs) X Force.
1: Ah, all right, a guy whose powers make Tremors. Ah, okay, there you go. What about Andy (laughs) Richter? Could he be Andy Richter? (laughs) Sure. All
0: right. Why not?
1: (laughs) Um, That was that's what I
0: was thinking. We should do for our first giveaway is uh. For the first person who can email or hit us up on Facebook with the uh, the answers to this question, who did Larry want to cast Jamie Brown, a.k.a. Connie the Prostitute? What superhero did he want her to play?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that earlier today, too. I don't know why, but when I was writing down the superheroes for today, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when I put Connie the Whore down. Yeah,
0: that. yeah. yeah. Oh, that one made me look Laugh so much that so I, I really enjoyed it. So if you can be the first one to to email us or hit us up on Facebook with the answer to that question, I'll give you a hint. It was in last week's episode. Was that last week? <laughs> yep, that was just last week. All right. So we'll give you somewhere to look. Um, but it was very good. The part that Larry wanted, kind of the prostitute to play in the world of superheroes and uh, super villains. And if you can. Get us that answer. What will they win, Larry? Uh, I don't
1: know. Something from the box. (laughs) Ooh, mystery prize. Something from the box. I don't know. I got to look in the box. Good stuff in the box. (laughs) Might be a dead possum in there by now. I got nothing but the best stuff. Everybody says so, (laughs) Jank. I got the best stuff. Everybody says so. Um, (laughs) It's going to be huge. It's it's huge. Everything from China. (laughs) It's all from China. Uh so yeah, season 2 uh, uh I'm looking forward yeah. to. It. I think season 2 we should have like more production. We'll probably have a bigger cast. We should get Darcy the mail girl to come on and like run our you know our uh you know on, our my, massive email account yeah, online stuff while you know our interactive things going on while we're broadcasting. She could be like, "Oh, hey, somebody wants to know like what's your favorite type of peanut butter or something like that." But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's too much for me while I'm trying to do notes and stuff. I can't handle the Twitters and stuff. They come yeah. Someone's got to sort all
0: of our mail that comes in. All the yeah. physical mail. That too. Packages, a lot of fruitcakes. Ew, I never a had, a ball. Cake. You ever had a fruitcake. Me either. Fruit cake? No, I never
1: had. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever even seen one in real life. I've seen them in the past. <laughs> I, I do like yeah. a popcorn ball, though. Those are good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Can't go, go wrong with that. Uh uh-huh. All All right, so oh, before we go, too, Jenk, we never brought up the office. What what kind of shield podcast would we be running if we weren't talking about the office? So, <laughs> I know. Um, um, today is Angela Kinsey's birthday, so <laughs> happy birthday! Oh, there you go. Yeah, That's Angela, something. Yeah. All right.
0: And with somebody the, shot up the windows in the church just like Dwight shooting that gun off in the office. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's you know. <laughs> true. That's a good episode. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like the ones with Kathy Bates and shit. With, you know, uh, Sabre. Yeah, there was some good stuff there. For sure. Sabre. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: the longer it went on, not so much. But those early ones, for sure. Well, she was always good, though. Yeah. She was, I can't remember Those her name.
1: Yeah. I think her name was... <laughs> yep, Joe Bennett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like a southern lady and, like rootinist, tootinist. and Like, I don't know. But she's awesome, though. She's hilarious. <laughs>
0: remember when Michael thought like she was inviting him down to, to Florida to come visit? Oh, yeah.
1: Her. <laughs> like, yeah. bought
0: tickets and everything.
1: Oh, super. <laughs> oh, you got to check with me before you do things like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right, yeah. so... That's, that's the office talk. Um, uh, we got it in there. Just under the wire. Yeah. Speaking of the
0: wire, that that show sucks. Um, <laughs> it's no The Shield, that's for sure. That is damn... No sure. one ran through a fence on that show. No. No, they talked about running through a fence. <laughs> they talked about why they couldn't get through a doorway because there's a desk in the way.
1: Oh, God. All right, so... <laughs> um, all right, so I think... We're, we're we're wrapped with season one right jank that's it yes
0: yeah, so now i guess we take a break for nine months
1: yeah and wait for the next season to start <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get different hair for next season i think <laughs> nice is it yeah. gonna have blue like scabs in it it probably will yeah yeah i'm, yes. I'm keeping the skin yarmulke but yeah i'm gonna get blue scabs <laughs> it's the look
0: you've been missing
1: yeah exactly i hear you get a couple of heroin needles oh
0: yeah complete the look Hell yeah all right jake all right well i guess until next season which will be next week <laughs> uh bye motherfuckers bye motherfuckers Says it does. He wants to know what your mom is putting in the corn muffin.